boom shakalaka. What's up, everyone? This is JQ from the JQ and Pete Show. Um, we're going to do another music release update these past couple of weeks. It's been really, really exciting since I last did an episode. A couple of things I did want to talk about before I, I started. I want to thank everyone for listening to that episode where I did a kind of a thoughts on the new Olivia Rodrigo single, Vampire. We had a lot of listens, and I think we caught the attention of some Olivia Rodrigo fans, which is really cool because I love them. I really love her music. I'm going to be talking about some of her songs today because her new album, Guts, is out now. And it's really great. I listened to it uh, front to back a couple times. I'm going to be listening to it much more, and I might do a deep dive on that. So uh, look out for that. Also, thank you for um, listening to the last episode I did with Pete, which was where we did a quick thoughts on the new Flash movie. That was a fun one. It was a fun movie to watch. It wasn't one of my favorites, but I was happy to talk about it and share it because me and Pete love talking superheroes. So give that a listen if you haven't. But thank thank you everyone for all the, the positive response from all these episodes. It's it's been really great, and we have a lot of cool stuff planned. If you've been following our socials, which I follow us on Twitter, Pete does the Twitter, I do the threads, you get some new perspectives on each, and it's a little bit different. On our YouTube page, we're kind of revamping that. We'll be doing gaming soon, is which, which is what we did in the past. I wanted to do something that was a little nostalgic, and it makes me really happy to continue doing this. And we have had a great response, over 100 plus listens, with no promotion and no nothing, which has been really exciting. So I'm going to be doing much more of that. I am re-collecting Pokemon cards, which has been such a cool experience. I've learned so much. I've learned a lot about it in the past month or so. I kind of went a little nuts, but I released our first video on YouTube. So check that out. Let me know what you think. Just to, to start, it's just be kind of a fun hang, just like these episodes of the podcast. I kind of share my experience as a newbie into the collecting process, but I've met some cool people along the way already, which has been so cool. And that's kind of our ethos here on the podcast, building this fun community where we share each other's projects and cool creative aspirations and things like that. Also, just kind of collecting Pokemon cards. We find a way to talk about Pokemon. And it's something that I love and it makes me happy. But these episodes, especially this first one, it's kind of a chill episode. I want it to be in between. I explained it on the show. Check it out. Where you're just kind of listening and hanging out and, you know, have some fun things to talk about during the video. But also collect some rare cards and check that out. I'll be talking more about it soon. It's been a really fun thing. So on to this episode. There's a lot of new music that I wanted to to share and I want I want you to listen to it because I know you'll love it just like me especially if you're a fan of us the biggest one is Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> it's funny because I didn't want to harp on her because we did have such a successful episode talking about a single vampire but the album is out I actually forgot I pre-ordered it so I can't wait I'll, maybe I'll share some photos of it was like a box that comes with merch and stuff and I like that kind of stuff as you know I, I, I collected many things vinyl is one of them and I guess CDs. I got a CD. I like, you know, I want to have a cool collection like that. And it's fun to look at. It, it creates an even better experience, especially if you're such a, a big fan of the artist, which I'm becoming a huge fan of her. The album Guts, it's, it's I'm not going to go into too much detail. I'm still going for it, but it's something that you should definitely listen to. The album starts off with such energy. I was, I was so excited. I remember start the first listen, I was in my mom's house and I just kept pausing it and screaming like, this is going to be great. <laughs> this is so good. It starts off with the first song, All American Bitch, which is a highlight of mine 
I'll have many more highlights, but this is my highlight to start. And then it goes into the single, Bad Idea, right? And then the other single, Vampire, which I spoke about in the previous episode. But man, it's such a good flow just from those first three songs. The whole album has some unique sounds in it. I'm going to speak off the top of my head on this one. I mean, Bad Idea Ray is still my favorite. I, I wanted to do a quick episode on that, but I didn't have the time. But it's so playful. It's so fun. And it's a, it, it's about making mistakes in your relationships and going back on it and kind of questioning you're talking to yourself about it in a fun way all american bitch the first song on the album it sets the tone you might think that she she's kind of known for mixing the pop melodies and sensibilities to this alternative rock thing where she references a lot of bands i grew up listening to that i love there's this is her sophomore album and she can go two ways you know and it's pretty fascinating to see but she kind of uh doubled down on this idea of adding even more rock elements to it more alternative twinge to it the guitar sounds that you might not usually hear in pop music i remember in an interview she spoke about in the first album there was a song that she kind of had pushed back with the label where they wanted harmonies or something but they added some some distortion instead they definitely leaned into that idea all american bitch it starts off with this beautiful vocal harmonies these pop things that kind of references her first album this acoustic thing and then it kicks into this punk rock guitar power chord driven riffs with these angsty melodies talking about what kind of person we want her to be or a woman what a woman should be and the complications for that and how she's supposed to be kind and grateful but also sexy at the same time it's a good coming of age album it starts off the album perfectly with two sides to it that beautiful pop sensibility to that punk rock and she continues that energy when it moves to Bad Idea, right? Where it's this really um, dizzying guitar riff and it gets harder and heavier. And by the end of the song, there's even, I mean, she, she's mentioned in the past that her one of her favorite artists is Jack White. And there's a fun video of her meeting him for the first time where she freaks out. And it's a very humble moment that you love. But there's like a guitar solo that kind of references that where they go to like use like a octave pedal and just wails away on it and it's a really punk rock moment where i i was funny because when i first heard it, i was like i don't know this i is this song gonna be a hit it's so alternative you know i love that she brings that and her, she takes her fans along with him and it it is a hit and you kind of hear it everywhere along with vampire so check out that album guts it is a awesome listen and to continue with the punk rock vibes, I, I think there's a lot of punk rock stuff here it's green day's dookie there's the album that changed the game back in uh, i think 1994 dookie it's the 30th anniversary deluxe edition that came out there was a pre-order that came out and i should have done it but it was just so pricey in due time i'll, I'll probably get the regular de deluxe edition version on vinyl and that's a seminal album for myself it was such an influential album it was funny because it wasn't the first album I listened to of them, but there's so many hits on that album, Basket Case, when I come around. I listened to it and there's some cool moments that brought me back. When I started listening to songs like When I Come Around and Basket Case, it made me think of their live album that came out called Bullet in a Bible. And I remember actually skipping school to go to Target, which was like a, a, a walk away. And I, I, I skipped school and I went there and bought the album. It was like a cd and a dvd combo thing where they played their at the time largest concert in england but i saw that tour that was during their american idiot tour and it was one of the first concerts i've ever been to and my mom took me there 
And it was one of the best memories I've ever had, you know, life-changing. And I got to watch it back. Um, they played in Giants Stadium where I saw them, and it was their biggest show in the States. And then they went off to England, but it was the same set, so it was so special. And I rewatched it over and over and over, and there were so many big moments that came from songs from the Dookie album. Where there was a special one where they played a basket case, and everyone sang the beginning of the song. You know it, how it goes if, if you're a fan, but if you're not, and, and you're listening to this podcast, listen to it. It is a really good stuff when they sang Bass Kiss and you just can't help but jump along with him. He was such an amazing performer. He is such an amazing performer. So that was such a special thing. And uh, when the Dookie album came out, it really took me back. The There's like demos that came along with this uh, anniversary. And it's cool. You got to hear the four track demo version of a song called When It's Time. They never released that song until the Broadway run of the American Idiot show, which I saw, and it was amazing. I think I saw it with my brother, and it was also um, a memorable experience that I'll never forget. But it was a ballad. In the past couple of years, he was interviewed. He's like, I wrote that song during the Dookie era, and we never released it because it was just too soft. You know, so he held on to it, and I think he, he wrote about his wife and how he missed her on the road. I actually, my memory for that is I sang that all the time. I learned the th- song, and I thought it was so pretty, and I sang it, and I did. I played music in a hotel lobby for like a year or two, and that was one of the songs that made my little set list of love songs. I loved singing love songs. I lo- And my most recent memory, I played it again at a hotel thing in the lobby, and it was, I wanted to give off a vibe and you need some vocal chops. So I didn't sing it that well, but I remember some girl that was there, an acquaintance, took out a lighter for fun and she she felt the vibe, you know, so that, that was such a beautiful memory that I have of that song. So it's pretty cool to hear the four track demo of it on this deluxe edition. So check that out. A couple more awesome things, a couple singles, a couple more albums coming out. Uh, the Killers, they released a new single and you know, I get nervous. They're they're so unique. They're my fa- top five favorite bands. The song is called Your Side of Town. And I wasn't sure what to think. And I remember Pete actually uh, shared it with me. I saw it and I avoided it. I had work and they're my one of my favorite bands. So I wanted to focus. So I didn't do it. And I remember he was kind of like, take a second, go, go away and listen to it. Because he knows that I'll like it. And I'm sure he likes it too. But it was totally throwback 80s sounds. And it's funny because I've been working on a song that has some 80s vibe sound synthesizers, which I love. This this song, it, it's one of those moments where like you're working on the song and then you listen to a band like them, an amazing band, and you're just kind of like, wow, I totally suck. <laughs> but you still got to keep doing what you're doing. You know, it's not, it's, it's not really like that for me. It's not really a competition, but it's just a funny thing. On one end, you feel bad, but then on the other end, you're like re-inspired because you just love this sound, this music. It's modern in in a way where it's kind of, he uses some like a voc- vocoder style, which nowadays is like an auto-tune style in the chorus, but it's so catchy and I c- couldn't stop listening to it. It's weird because he did an interview, they're playing shows again and he, he did an interview recently. I think it was through Enemy, I'm not sure actually. Oh, it was, I actually got the headline th- through Enemy, but it was through another magazine. He was saying how, you know, they were excited to play the shows and stuff, but the song that that album is presumably on they scrapped it halfway through making it because he realized it's not the type of music that he sees himself making anymore. And he 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 mess he said that he prefers making music like uh, his last album, which was Pressure Machine, which is more of like a documentary style songwriting. I loved that album. I have that on uh, CD and vinyl. I think it was it's so good. It's very different. 
because it was documentary style. So it's a certain energy. It's not something for me, at least that I can listen to over and over and over and over and over. You have to feel a certain way as to compare to, you know, their first albums, especially, I think it was day and age where that's, you know, has some dance elements to it that, and pop elements that it's meant to be played over and over. This pressure machine was such an emotional roller coaster that I, it, it's, it's one of my favorite, but it's also hard to listen to all the time it's weird it's disheartening in a way as a fan because i love the older music he made but i just also you know you want him to make the things that they make that inspire them so they can continue to do what they do because i'm such a huge fan no matter what when you're a fan of an artist you just kind of go along for the ride definitely check out that single your side of town by the killers it's it's awesome <laughs> so i can't wait for what's coming up next there's a new mxpx album punk rock band called uh, Find A Way Home. As a fan, I've been waiting for this one. I've been an inspiration to me recently because they've kind of gone the do-it-yourself route. They inspire me on everything I do because I, I don't think they're signed to a record label. He, The lead singer, Mike, started a podcast where he talks about music and his life and tour life and things like that. And it gained a huge following, but he kind of used it as a propeller to promote MXPX music on their own and they did the videos on their own you know i'm sure they collaborate with talented people because you need a team to do certain things like that but it's not your traditional route and they're kind of doing it on their own and using the podcast as a propeller and the youtube channel where it was cool they did like live streams where they pr played their album live the in front to back and then they you know they've been around for years so they've they asked their friends, the other bands, bands like Simple Plan and things like that, where they use their YouTube page to put the live stream. To, it's just to get the music out there. So it was a sense of community. That's why I anticipate that album and I, I was really looking forward to it. It kind of reminds me of actually my favorite eras of MXPX before and everything after is my favorite album during their major label times, but it has an indie vibe. It's really, it's really, it's a fun listen to front to back, punk rock, fast, fun, and very, very catchy. Uh, a song highlight is uh, This Is What You Told Me. That's the name of the song. It's, it's just, like I said, full of energy and extremely reflective lyrics. So check that out. A couple more things. Neon Trees, throwback band in early 2000s, kind of had a couple hit singles. They came out with a song called Favorite Days. I think they're on tour. They're coming to New York. Maybe I'll catch them. It's a super catchy song. And if you remember that band, like they had singles called like 1983, which I love, and Animal. And he always sings in this higher register. And this song was unique because he sang in a low register, but it, with the same catchy sonic landscape. This kind of still has like that 80s power pop vibe, which I love. And I guess my quick story about them is when I, I decided I wasn't listening to that much music when that song came out. And I was listening to it on a repeat and I was driving to work. It's a long drive to work, and I didn't realize it was going to be a, a rainstorm. So I was so focused, but I was just listening to that song over and over, and I just put it on repeat over and over, and I ended up memorizing the song, and I love, love singing it. So check that song out, Favorite Days, D-A-Z-E, by Neon Trees. Um, two more quick, quick ones for music, 30 Seconds to Mars. They're coming out with a new album. Back in the day, I used to love it. That, that, that album, I forgot the name with it, Kings and Queens, that song. It was such an influence on me when that came out because everyone was making their version of Stadium Rock. Bands like Angels and Airways, my favorite, and 30 Seconds to Mars. But they're, 30 Seconds to Mars is a unique band, uh, you know, led by Jared Leto, Academy Award winning actor. They, they're they kind of the kind of band that changed their sound at times, but also kept who they were. And 
and uh, there's things I liked and didn't like throughout their career, but there are always songs that kind of stand out in a unique way because I just, I love his voice and I, I, I love their sensibilities. There's a single, a song called Seasons. It's a pop song and it's really unique that they are leaning more and more and more towards that in the past three albums. This has super great melodies, a modern mix, sonic transition. It's something that's really catchy and something I love. And it's it's also a reflective song. So check check that out. And then lastly, Post Malone is a hip hop artist, pop artist that I, I loved. I love listening to. He's so unique, has such a unique sound and a relatable sound that a lot of artists uh, copy. His new album is called Austin. And there's it's, it's interesting because he's the type that releases like 20 songs or so. For me, there's always like five that stand out. It's just this one is cool and it, it actually gravitates towards my sensibilities, which is like extremely melodic with more guitars and acoustic instruments rather than um, more hip-hop elements. But he still has that, and it's amazing. And actually, the number one song I loved on it first was a song called Morning, and he had that classic hip-hop verbed-out melodic thing. You just can't help but um, move your head to that one. And I remember like bumping that song for like weeks straight. And then the second one, which comes right after it, is a song called Too Cool to Die. It's kind of a fun companion piece to Single Circles which we all love, that disco pop thing. This is another one, you know, verbed out, disco pop. He's just a, an amazing melodist. So it, it's definitely worth a listen. That's about it. I think I gave you guys enough stuff to to listen to. So let me know what you think. Um, message us on Instagram, uh, on, on and Twitter, and threads, even on YouTube. Just communicate with us as much as you can. We love this and we, we love the reception we've been getting. I just want to help grow this. This is a lot of awesome music out. So it's a good time. Olivia Rodrigo, Green Day, Killers, MXPX. Uh, definitely, definitely give, us, give it a listen. It's You're going to have a good time because that's that's my vibe right now. Just really enjoying myself, doing doing what we love to do, which is this podcast, hanging with you doing this YouTube. I got some cool music coming out soon that I really had beautiful experiences with my friends uh, making. And I'm learning so much about videography and things like that. So thank you so much for being here. You know, if you if you can, if you like this stuff, give us a rate on uh, iTunes, on the podcast, uh, five stars, please some comment. We want to get the word out. We're so happy to continue to do this. So thank you for being here. Hope to see you soon.